The life of every man is like a diary in which he means to write one story and writes another. And his humblest hour is when he compares the volume as it is with what he vowed to make it. From James Berry, the author of Peter Pan, 1860-1937. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob Bacall. This is the Awanaju Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for February 14th to 21st, 2014, uh, we're right on the full snow moon. So here are some natural events for this quarter moon. The meeting of natives and newcomers is a story as old as the Battle of Hastings or the Battle of Jericho or the human race, for that matter. In Maine, it is often about locals and summer people. And there are so many stories it would take years to tell them all. Fortunately, around here at least, these are stories of wits as much as they are stories of wars. Now, there's a subspecies of these stories concerning local caretakers and their property owners. Bill Torrey was, among many other things, a caretaker. As far as I know, he was a very good one, and he was treated very kindly by his property owner. Now, Bill was also one of the quietest men I have ever met. For one thing, he rarely said much. And for another thing, when he did say something, it wasn't much louder than a cat's whisper. Bill would come right up to you and pull off his hat and squint his eyes with a faint smile and look you right in the eye and say, nothing. And for the longest time, some people will talk so often and so long, they even have a support group uh, for them called On and On and On. Well, this was not Bill Torrey. So finally, I'd say to myself, well, let's get the conversation going here. And I'd say to Bill, how you doing, Bill? And he'd wait a while. And then he'd say, good. And then keep that hint of a smile, and that was it. And so then I'd say, keeping busy? And he'd whisper, yeah. And the conversation was over. And he was perfectly content to sit or stand silent as long as you wanted to. Well, Bill and I had a few adventures, including a bushwhacking tour of the old North Blue Hill Mineral Springs, which impressed me greatly way back in the woods near his house. The springs come up out of the ground in several different colors, including a deep orange Shards of broken bottles marked with Blue Hill Mineral Spring lay around from left from the days when the water was bottled and sold in Boston as a health drink. And Bill also showed me where the old dance hall used to be, where local musicians played and people would dance on a Saturday night. Occasionally, a band would come up from Boston, and that was a big event. But still, he didn't say much. Well, then one remarkable day, Bill broke the silence and told me his story about Franz Knizel and the caretaker. Now, don't stop me if you've heard this before because I want to hear it again. 
Maybe you know that Knizel Hall has long been a haven for accomplished classical musicians from around the world and that regular summer concerts take place in the pavilion up on Pleasant Street. And Franz Knizel was paramount among these musicians. He was known in all the capitals of Europe and in Boston and in New York as a world-class violinist. Well, one day, while the local caretaker was trimming the hedges around the pavilion, he heard music. And as he worked his way around, he realized it was none other than Franz Knizel himself practicing for a concert and entirely unaware that anyone was listening. The music soared as the maestro strutted through the pavilion, flourishing his bow, shaking his long hair. On and on he played until he reached a great crescendo, and at last the music ended. <clears throat> well, suddenly hearing the snip-snip of the hedge clippers in the silence, Knizel strode to the wide open window, cleared his throat, and glared at the busy caretaker as if to say, what in the world do you think you're doing? The caretaker paused for a moment, looked up from his work, and he said, That was mighty nice, Mr. Knizel, but you ought to hear that Bob Asbury play the fiddle. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First from Marianne Williamson. Our past is a story existing only in our minds. Look, understand, analyze, and forgive. And then as quickly as possible, chuck it. And from Ani DeFranco. Some people wear their heart on their sleeve. I wear mine underneath my right pant leg strapped to my boot. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Call us up and join WERU.